The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello! Today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about how writing emails can be just as much a therapy for you as it is a sales-making activity that you do. We're going to go really deep today, boys and girls. (laughs) Now, before we do, though, we've put together something really cool for you, a brand new free resource, because we know that you want to make more sales from your emails. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to us in your ear holes. But you can't make sales if no one is clicking on the links in your emails to go to your sales pages to take your offers and get involved. That's why we've put together 12 really creative ways to get more clicks from every email that you send, from the very next email you send, in fact, from today's email or tomorrow's email in our new download that we're calling Click tricks that's the name of it click tricks it's yours totally free as a listener to this podcast all you have to do is go to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks and you'll find it there he's just given away his entire dvd collection it's insane comedy hypnotist robert temple and he doesn't like butter on his bread it's psychological mind reader kennedy So, because you have sandwiches without butter, don't you? Yeah. And you call me insane for giving away my entire DVD collection. I mean, well, it's just, that... well, does everything have to be creamy? I, I, why does anybody go right? As soon as you put it in a sandwich, it needs to be instantly more creamy than if it wasn't in a sandwich. What? Why? But you need to avoid everything just being dry, don't you? Because bread's quite dry and meat can be quite dry. Put or... moist things in your sandwich, like butter. But it has to be said that I do like very plain sandwiches. So if I buy one from the shop, you know, like in a little pre-packaged thing, Mm. I'm always looking for one that's just ham and butter without mayonnaise and this, that and the other in it. So for me, it's just butter and some sort of filling. Some sort of filling. So you've given away your entire, I mean, it was your entire DVD collection, like, you know, 24... Uh, seasons one to nine or something and that was it i mean what happened with the dvd collection no every dvd that i own that isn't like a magic dvd because obviously we've both got a magic history so we both have random magic dvds so i Mm -hmm. haven't given those away but every normal dvd of a film or a tv show every single dvd that i own has now been given away at the charity shop because i'm sort of tidying up the office a bit Mm-hmm. Right now, you wouldn't believe it, actually, if, if you could see any more than what you can see of this room. But um, <laughs> I was tidying up the office a bit, and I thought, Do you know what? I'm never going to watch these DVDs again. Most of them are on Netflix. This is, a, this is indic- indicative of the way the world changes and how people consume stuff changes, isn't it? And so if there's any DVDs here I've watched in the last three years, I'll keep them. And there was not a single one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've you just have minimalized. to go... I've watched Independence Day enough, thank you. I'm going to just chug it out. <laughs> at some point, it was four ninety nine at the end of that aisle in the supermarket where yes. DVDs are only four ninety nine. And I'll, I'll have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was... Netflix, Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Apple TV. I mean, basically everything's available on there now. If I ever want to watch that again, I can rent it for a couple of quid on Amazon. Yeah, so why do like... you need to have all these boxes and I've got that one box in the corner <laughs> with them all in? Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like we've got a jukebox. And it, I mean, why was it never sold as a video jukebox? I wonder, because that would have been lovely. Anyway, hello. We are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need 
to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero in your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. Yes, yes, pipe down. It's just Wednesday. It's just Wednesday. (laughs) If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. That's the big button that says subscribe. And all that means is every Wednesday, email marketing Wednesday, a brand new episode of the show will download to your device and that means you don't even have to worry about where it is. Hit subscribe. It'll be a treat. Very exciting. As you're listening to this, grab a quick selfie or take a screenshot if you're not if you're not camera ready. Uh, do, take a quick screenshot. <laughs> or if you look like Rob. <laughs> exactly. Take a quick screenshot of the episode you're listening to. Share it on Instagram. Tag us at Rob and Kennedy. We're being ever so good on, on Instagram, as in consistent and showing up anyway. Um, and so make sure that you uh, make sure you check it out. In fact, we thought we'd tell you why so many people are switching to Keep for that email marketing automation. You see, we've been using Keep as our email marketing platform of choice for more than 12 years each. And we've actually got four accounts between us because it allows you to manage your contacts, build amazing email automations, and run your whole marketing and sales system in one place. And with their brand new swanky user interface, it's really intuitive and fun to use. They're sponsoring this episode episode of the email marketing show and to get you going even faster when you go and take a free trial just for taking the free trial through our special link that i'll give you in a second well, they've actually we've done a little deal with them where we have automatically imported and pre-set up our entire subscriber re-engagement campaign and our overcoming sales objections campaign that we call the interrogator. All of that is pre-installed installed in your account already set up along with a bunch of training on how to use those things really effectively to get you amazing results really, really quickly. To do all of that and get it set up, take a free trial of Keep over at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash keep today. So let's dig in and talk about why email writing can, and, and generally writing actually, but email specifically can be kind of therapeutic for you and not just a sales mechanism. And the reason why this came up actually, and the reason why it's kind of important is that loads of people put off doing email marketing, right? They say, I'm not going to do it because it sounds hard. It sounds like it's difficult. And the key word here is sounds like it might be. Sounds like it's hard. Sounds like it might be boring. Sounds like it might be laborious. It sounds like it might be complicated. And those are all things that we don't want to do. We want to do the things that are easy, right? You don't want to climb up a hill if you could slide down one, right? That's that's the point. And so really what we want to talk about here is actually, if you can make a thing that you're currently putting off, a thing that you really want to do, right? So if I give you the choice of doing email marketing or going to the pub and having a pint, right now you might pick going to the pub and having a pint. Yes. What if we could flip those around so that actually you want to get your email marketing done? You actually enjoy doing your email marketing. That would be Mm. cool, right? Yes, it would be. So one of the ways to do that is actually to start writing emails that you enjoy writing that you would want to actually read. And that sounds crazy. Like, most email marketing that you see, you just go, that's shit. Like, that's boring. It's formulaic. It's all this sort of braggy, nasty yuck. And you don't have to write emails like that. In fact, don't. And you'll actually stand out and your emails emails will actually be better. So if you can write emails that you would want to read, emails you actually enjoy writing because you enjoy something about it, the, the therapy of actually writing, then send those emails. In fact, I'm sure you already know this, but one of the reasons, in fact, I think it's the reason that I started 
writing daily emails every single day it was because I'm dyslexic and people will say well you know it's very difficult to read and very difficult to write and stuff like that and I thought well it could be but it's like a muscle surely so if I if I just write every day and exercise that muscle I'll get less crap at it basically so I thought well I'm going to do that and I just said on the on the squeeze page the landing page the opt-in page people to join and get my daily emails I'm dyslexic there's going to be typos it's going to be all over the place I'm not going to spell check these things I'm sending you a friggin' email every day it's going to be valuable it's going to be good so that's okay so it's really good if you're not a very good writer right now having the expectation that you're going to show up three times a week five times a week seven times a week will give you the motivation to show up and improve that skill it's a bit like would you it's the reason people get a personal trainer to show because it makes you show up to the gym it's the reason that school starts at this time and you have to be there till that time otherwise you wouldn't show up to school uh, that's why that's why they have the truancy police and all that sort of stuff because there is consequence people are expecting you to be there and that makes you do it and improve the actual skill itself one of the things that has become uh, very popular in the last few years, I don't know how long, probably the last decade, is this idea of mindfulness, this idea of becoming, you know, much more mindful of what's going on in the present and living in the present moment and really thinking about this now. And one of the activities you can do to become more mindful is writing. That's why journaling is so popular. The idea of sitting down and kind of writing privately to yourself about the things and how you feel and what you did and what you're grateful for and what you achieved and what you want to achieve and what your goals are and that stuff. Now, sure what you would journal in a little journal is not the same stuff that you would put in an email you're going to send to your list probably although you do want to be open and honest and real with your subscribers and tell them really and show them what's going on inside of your life as we always talk about with our story-led approach to emails but one of the things that it really enables you to do is to become more mindful of what's going on in the world around you and kennedy's big favorite word which is savor it's not a big word but it's his favorite word uh savor this idea of like savoring the moment letting everything happen you know put the crisp on your mouth skips are good for this if you're wondering skips and what's it's put the <laughs> put the crisp on your mouth potato chip for our american friends well that's a corn snack actually What's it? Yeah, you've got, you got to be careful because we, us, us Brits, have lumped it all together into crisps. We have, yeah. It's a corn-based snack, actually. But anyway, if you put the put the what's it on your mouth and allow it to dissolve, <laughs> put a what's you, it on your mouth, right. uh, on your tongue, and allow it to dissolve until your tongue literally feels like it's been made of plastic, uh, <laughs> and that's quite a satisfying feeling. You're really savouring each what's it. it. Takes you about three weeks to eat a packet. But um, off topic. <laughs> anyway, it's about savouring the moment, really enjoying each thing that happens to you. And again, when you become more mindful of it, and what I think where this becomes interesting is that if you go for a walk in the woods maybe you've got a dog or you borrow a dog steal a dog um you go for the walk in imaginary the woods. dog imaginary dogs are allowed that's fine imaginary dog that's fine uh, if you're insane that's okay too so you go for a walk through the woods and you if you allow yourself to and unfortunately this probably means you can't take your partner or whoever with you because this is really efficient when you do it on your own is that you just you can allow yourself to become more aware of the stuff that's going on and you hear the breeze swathing through the trees swathing wailing through the trees and you see pay attention to the, the sound of your feet going through the leaves and it genuinely is a really satisfying thing because you I love, can't I love the smell of that I love the smell of being in a wood like just that that wood and the oh I just love the smell of it excellent good uh, being in a wood you know you can smell the wood and there's woods around you and there's <laughs> just, trees with made of wood are we word stuffing the word wood now <laughs> um well you would uh so as you're walking through the woods and you can't help and it is because your brain can't focus on all those little things and worry about the big stuff that's gone in your life as well anyway all of that to say that what i do and i don't know if i've never said this before i don't know if this is helpful at all but when i write my emails i actually either use google 
um, Drive or there's an app for Mac, which I've now forgotten the name of, uh, but I will remember and we'll put it in the links in the show notes. But it basically allows, it's a writing app that very quickly, most of them will do it now, it allows you to go truly full screen, effectively into distraction-free mode. Like you can't see anything else. I close down all other tabs. I have nothing else open and I just open a full screen browser. And then basically what I now do is I just write. All I've got in front of me is a white screen and my keys and my keyboard and I just write and I usually do this on my MacBook even though I've got my lovely big office desk set up I usually go and close that down grab my MacBook and I go and do my writing there because I just find it I find that more inspiring you do what you find inspiring and I just sit down and I just allow myself to become lost in that moment of writing the email I, I, as if I'm, I'm writing it to myself almost I'm writing the again as Kendrick said earlier the emails you would want to read I was inspired by this by um, a comedian in the UK like called Adam Rowe who talks about doing the stand-up comedy that he would like to do and I think he said he got that from somebody else um, and that was the thing I was like that that makes you more confident in the emails you're sending you, you, you worry less about the emails being crap but the other thing is it forces you to become more mindful of what's going on in your everyday life because you're constantly without trying to looking for inspiration for your emails you're always knowing like i would say on an average day where not you know not much exciting happens we get up go out go for a walk go to the shops go to the gym come back again listen to some music do some work have a call with some people in an average day um we probably each come up with five six or ten things that could turn into an email probably more and that only happens because we've trained our brain to become more mindful of the things that are happening and to live in the moment more and so that makes you more relaxed less stressed and all of those other powerful things I think as well by showing up and actually doing writing, you also become like more like consistent, I guess. Like it creates like this habit of I write every day. So I end up writing every day. Like you have this habit which sort of trains your brain to say, you know, when I commit to something, I actually do it. And when you can sort of train your brain to go, when I decide on something, I make it happen. That can only be doing positive things for the way you feel about yourself, the way you think about yourself, but also for actually achieving more in your life, in your business, in what you're trying to do, in your relationships, in every single thing. So you actually can use this as a really good way of improving your own like consistency by forging actual habits. I think one of the things that you should do is if you decide that you're not going to send emails every day like we do, maybe you're going to send emails three times a week. I would recommend you build a daily email writing habit into your life anyway and just end up with more emails than you'll ever send. Like literally just imagine you were going to send an email every day and do that but only hit send three times a week and take the rest of them and put them into this sort of vault. Now, that's good for two reasons. One, it means that actually in a week, you send three emails and you end up with four as sort of backups that you can fall back to if anything ever goes wrong. You could literally even tell your virtual assistant or somebody, just so you know, there's a secret room there that's full of emails. <laughs> and if I'm ever off for any reason... If um, anything or, happens to me... <laughs> yes, you can trick my subscribers into thinking I haven't been kidnapped. That's not what you want, is it? You want them to call the police. Anyway, if you're ever like in hospital or something is wrong and you for some reason just can't send emails anybody in your business could go and find those things log into your email platform and send them for you and it, again it just trains that consistency and what you could do with this i think it's a great idea especially if you can do like three or five uh, a week and you that you're actually going to send is write write every day and then 
you might okay i've written i've written a bunch of them then just choose your three favorite ones that you've written and send those ones so that means you're always ahead i know a bunch of bloggers i know seth godin does this he writes well he writes multiple um i heard that he writes multiple blog posts a day and picks his favorite one and actually that's the one that gets published on his blog so you can do the same you can write every day and then each week and again if the technology of email marketing freaks you the hell out you don't need to log into your email marketing platform i'll tell you now i've never logged into our email marketing platform i don't even have a password for it if i want to send an email through our platform then i write an email in a google doc and i send it to rob and he's the person who sends our emails out for you if that sounds horrendous because we're all about the psychology so we don't have to worry about the technology right so we're gonna write those emails in a google doc or something like that you can have your assistant be the person who sends it but it's still you writing the emails every time you log into your email platform you're adding more cognitive load more mental calories of like i've got to click there oh that segment's not working all that thing i've got to fix that now oh there's my password's expiring all that bullshit that you don't need to be dealing with you want to set you want to be the content person you're going to write the email and it's going to get sent but not perhaps by you it's doing that and having this sort of thing is a bit like those little bank apps. A lot of the sort of contender uh, type bank apps, challenger mm. bank type apps, they've made those things where it's like, if you spend 98p we'll, or 98 cents, we'll put the extra two cents into a little savings pot for you. So you're like, yes. you round up your spending to the nearest dollar or the nearest pound and you accidentally save money. And like the amount of money, I don't do it, but the amount of money I've heard of people saving just by sticking 5p in a savings account automatically without trying to whenever they spend, you know, whenever they buy a 95p burger or something um really makes a difference and you end up with this accidental savings account of emails so there's some personal reasons to start writing emails and they really feel like those benefits come through but let's talk about the commercial stuff let's talk about the businessy stuff well the first reason is well if you're going to start writing emails you're going to improve your copywriting skills not just your normal writing skills but your ability to write emails that get people to feel things or take action you're going to become a better writer of copy that persuades and sells by doing this more often secondly you're going to build up that creativity muscle by doing it more often and thirdly you're going to actually build up your ability to improve your marketing savviness our ability to find these marketing hooks one of the things that people tell us about all the time on our hotline calls as you know in members of the league we are constantly finding these marketing hooks for people on their products or services when we're coaching them on those calls. The reason we're good at that and we find it easy and we do it quickly is because we've built up this marketing savviness by doing this a lot. What better way than doing it every single day? And all of this basically allows you to write emails from a much more selfish perspective. And what I mean by that is, and sometimes we all have to be a little bit selfish and put ourselves first. What I really mean by that is to be okay with the fact that not everyone's going to love your emails, that that some people are just going to unsubscribe because they don't want to hear about the stories that we got asked about that yesterday what about the people who don't want to hear the stories about what's going on on my life the answer the actual answer is well fuck them because most people do most people in your audience do if they wouldn't if they didn't they wouldn't be there um and 
there's no point in there's no point in tailoring your entire email marketing to be dry and dull and boring just to suit the small number of people who just want to hear every time you've got a new special offer. And if you go for the approach of writing emails for yourself that then other people will get to read, that actually that allows you to much more naturally drop into this idea of actually being, do you know what? This email list, this is my house. This is my decoration. I chose that wallpaper. I painted that that colour. I have the cat. And yes, you'll have to put up with the fact the cat's there. And I've invited you into my house. Mm-hmm. You can't complain about any of those things because you could have said no at the door. Or you could have come in, looked around, gone, oh, that wallpaper, and turned around and walked straight ba- back out again. There's an unsubscribe link at the bottom of every email that I send you. And again, that helps you purely to put up your little wall. It's important, of course, to be self-aware and all of those things, but that helps you to put up the little barrier, the little wall that we all have when we first start email marketing or when we first start doing it consistently. That of, oh, but what if people unsubscribe? What if people complain? What if people don't like it? What if people reply and say mean things? Mm-hmm. Again, this I'm doing this, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for you. I'm not doing it like social media. You tend to be, and this is true, sadly, with social media, you tend to be making content to please an algorithm. And the algorithm is based in the deep psychology of what the, of what the platform can tell people want at that moment in time. And therefore, you can end up creating content you don't want to create just to please the algorithm. And the content you want to make would fall flat on social media. That doesn't happen by email. It just doesn't. You can write the emails that you want to read and they'll build the audience that you want to see them. Hopefully this episode allow you to see that there are more reasons to start writing emails and keep writing emails than only the amazing benefits of making sales. Obviously, that's the the major commercial business benefit. But think about all these other things that we've shared with you in this episode and hopefully you'll be able to get stuck into that stuff. If you would like us to work with you on your emails, to use our campaigns, there's more than 25 of them inside of our membership, The League. So if you're not a member of The League yet, definitely go and check it out over at theleaguemembership.com, theleaguemembership.com. But now it's time for this week's... Subject Subject line line of the the week. week. Subject line of the week okay rob what you got this week it's we got rumbled and the word rumbled is in capital letters with a full stop at the end and um, this was about the fact that so we recently were planning to launch our mastermind uh, level up which was going to be made available to 15 people inside of the league and basically before we had it we were like planning a big launch and some clever marketing around it ready to go live in in april and basically in the middle of january sometime somebody said on our hotline course would you ever consider doing one of these big accelerator mastermind things and we were like and somebody else said i was going to ask that and we were like oh it's been rumbled we better just tell you and we just told them and it sold out in like a week and a half and that was that done no marketing whatsoever we just announced it and it was sold out um and so that that email was really about the fact that that happened and the story behind that uh, and it was we got rumbled what a doozy subject line of the week subject line of the week thank you so much for listening to the whole show this week hope you've enjoyed it another sort of deeper sort of philosophical i can't say philosophical i can say it slowly philosophical uh episode which i think about your writing skills i hope you enjoyed it if you did remember to leave us a little review or something on the uh, apple itunesy podcasty playery place apparently i just heard and would you let us know on the instagram at robin kennedy apparently you can leave reviews on spotify now let us know if you'll be able to do that. Take a screenshot, because I would love to see how it looks, because I have absolutely no idea. So if you do leave a review on Spotify, take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram, tag us at Robin Kennedy. I would love to see what it looks like, and we'll give you a shout-out as well. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.